Hey, wellness listeners, and welcome to another episode of Wellness with Aaron. I am so glad to be here with you guys again. So this is episode two of season two, the emotional and social wealth of humanity. It's been, I believe, about almost more than less than 60. No. Yes. I don't know. It's been more than 30 days of this um, quarantine that's been going on here in the U.S. um, since the lockdown of everything. And I'm sure humanity's emotional and social health has been affected. And the purpose of this podcast is to really um, give some tips and bits on how to maintain your emotional and social well-being and some things that I've been doing just to share my insight on what I've been doing with this, um, how to maintain my emotional and social wellness during this difficult, uncertain time with this virus. So as always, I like to start off with a quote. This quote is by Marcus Aurelius. It goes, you have power over your mind not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. Whoa. Like, whoa. (laughs) When I read this, I was like, oh, snap. Universe, you are definitely talking to me here. But this is also something I also knew innately. Like, I didn't like, you know how you know something on the inside and there. Yeah. Because I understand the mind-body um, connection. We are mind, body, and spirit. And our mind can dictate how we feel physically. Our spiritual well-being also can affect how we feel physically in our body. And our body also affects how we can feel spiritually and mentally. And COVID-19, it may not hit all of us physically, but it can have some type of mental trauma or spiritual trauma. So we're not just a body. We're a mind, body, and spirit. And season two of Wellness with Aaron is really to showcase and bring that out, the mind and body connection. And emotional and social wellness happens to be two of the nine dimensions of wellness. Um, There are eight officially, but I want to throw my own in there. And I'll get to that later, what it is. I'm not going to tell all the secrets now. (laughs) It's not really a secret, but you'll find out. (laughs) So, yeah, with COVID-19, we're all experiencing emotional and social um, ailments right now. If we're not secure in our emotional and our social well-being, we'll definitely have more trauma around this event of COVID-19. So for those of us that are essential workers, that we really need to work on our social and emotional well-being. I'm not saying that we're not good at it. I'm just saying that I feel the reason why healthcare and essential workers need to work on their emotional and social well-being during this time is because 
if you're not cognizant of it, you'll get depleted of it. I say that because working as a nurse in the ICU for two and a half, three years, that took a huge emotional toll on me, a big one. And I was not aware of how to cultivate my own emotional wellness and knowing how to give without giving too much of myself. And I want to share a little bit about that with this podcast. So what is emotional wellness? So according to scholars at UC Davis, emotional wellness involves the awareness, understanding, and acceptance of our feelings. Strong emotional wellness inspires self-care, stress reduction techniques, and development of inner strength. And if you are not concrete and aware of your emotions, they will take you for a ride mentally, physically, and spiritually. And it, can't, it won't be very fun if you're not paying attention to it and you're just allowing it to take you wherever it wants to go. So during this time of COVID-19, when our emotions are getting the best of us, don't try to suppress them. Don't try to hide them. Don't feel like, oh, I shouldn't feel this way. You should feel that way. That's why you are feeling that said emotion. The thing is to work on our emotional intelligence, to not suppress the emotion that we're feeling, but to look deeper into it. Ask yourself, why am I feeling this? When I feel this, no, when do I typically feel this? How do I react when I do feel this emotion? And when you begin to ask yourself those questions, you'll walk away not feeling bad for the emotion that you felt, but you'll walk away with a deeper understanding and awareness of, oh, either I can change this or I have to accept it. And sometimes we can do something about it or sometimes we just have to accept it. And I know sometimes with me personally, acceptance of an emotion that you don't want to feel can be a huge thing, but really just accept it and feel it. Also, with this COVID-19 and social distancing that's going on, a lot of people are feeling a lot of emotions. I like to call it physical distancing and not social distancing because we can still socialize with each other. We just can't be in a close proximity to one another. So for those of us that feel as though we don't have others to talk to, we can't talk to others. First, start by talking to yourself, journaling it out, recording a voice memo, something. Get it out of your head and either out on paper or where you can hear it again. I'm like, okay, well, that was... Because sometimes when you reread it or listen to it again, you're like, oh, why was I acting like that? I didn't even need to. I know that that's what I do. I'm like, Aaron, that was... Boy, calm down. Or you really need to just talk to someone and get it out, hear a different perspective, and that's okay. We need to be here for one another. COVID-19 has definitely showcased that for me. We have to be there for one another. 
through that sinking. We have to. We have to take care of each other because we're all connected. Every single country on this beautiful planet, Mother Earth, has been affected by this virus. We are all, we may not all be in the same boat, but we are definitely all on the same ocean. We are all feeling the turbulence of it. Our emotions are valid during this period. The thing is, sometimes we just need to know how to express them constructively in a way that will initiate change if change needs to happen. And sometimes we just need to understand others and their feelings and their emotions. We try to run away from emotions, and I know I do. I don't really like to feel them, but we have to, they're there to show us and to nudge us in a direction if we really pay attention to them. And they sometimes let us know that we really care about things. And with that, for example, working in um, as a nurse, I would get so upset if, for example, this, this, give him just pain medication to patients. Yes, the pain medication does help them get out of pain, but are you really addressing the emotional pain that this person is feeling? Hence is why I believe that in America we get to an opioid crisis. When we understand the mind-body connection, you can treat a physical pain, but if you don't treat that mental pain, the physical pain is always going to show up. And it's a little bit difficult to treat mental pain with pain medications that are used to treat physical pain. And so the way to heal from those emotional pains, to talk it out, write it out, therapy, Therapy is very important, especially in our minority community. And for those of us that, you know, recognize this and want to help those communities, let's begin to create those tools and co-create an environment where we don't have to be ashamed of our emotions, where everyone can express their emotions the way they feel and be understood. So that moves into social wellness because... When we take account of our own emotions, then we can look outside at society and be like, you know what? I can see why certain people feel this way. We can begin to empathize with others, not sympathize with them and just feel bad for them, but to empathize and look at their situation that they're in and to like, you know what? I can see why you feel this way. I can see why you have these emotions. So what is social wellness? Again, according to UC Davis, Social wellness refers to the relationships we have and how we interact with others. That's really it. Is the way that we interact with others negative? Are the relationships that we have negative or are they positive? And by positive, do they help you to realize what's going on and how you act in society. Are the people you're around, are they helping you to better society? Or are they instilling values that don't truly resonate with the person that you are? So that's what I mean by social wellness. That's what they mean, I'm assuming. 
So during difficult times, with this outbreak of COVID-19 and social distancing, could negatively, negatively impact our social wellness because we don't feel as physically close to people like we once did prior to COVID-19. But our social wellness truly does not have to diminish. For those that are less fortunate than others, they will have an impact. This will have a huge impact on their social wellness. And for those of us that have abilities and skills that can potentially limit or lessen the impact, the negative impact of this isolation that social distancing has put on us, I wonder if we could help those that are less fortunate. And we can. I know we can. So, we are to be aware of what's going on and to begin positive relationships with others. Not just, oh, I'm going to do this because I know I can get this out of you. Or I'm only talking to you because you have this. Or No. We saw that that wasn't working. It, it didn't help society. It didn't really help us. So how do we cultivate an arena of social wellness? I can think of a few by being inclusive and by embracing diversity and unconditional love and respect for one another. Just because we are humans. So if I look at you as another human being, I'm going to love and respect you just because one, you are a human being. Next, we can get into your character and be like, you know, that's just not vibing with me. I'm going to love and respect you, but I'm not going to interact or socialize because these values don't resonate with mine. That does not mean that if we need to work together, I'm not going to work with you. It's just that the relationship that we have, we can't go too deep in this because of these values that don't resonate with the rest of society. So that's how we have to look at this social wellness aspect. How do we want society to look? As I look outside my window currently right now, and I'm just imagining, how do we want society to look? Because we are society. Yeah, there's a small percentage that truly runs our government and our world and everything, but as a collective, we make up and we follow those societal rules. It's just that not everyone has an equitable playing ground. It's not a free and fair playing ground made equitable for everyone. Not just equality, but equity fairness and value for everyone that is playing. So yeah, that's really what I really want to talk about in this episode. And here's some tips to maintain social wellness. Reach out to people you're thinking of. If you're thinking about them, they're probably thinking about you too. Write a message, email, 
text, call, do it. Number two, family gatherings. No more than 10. If you have symptoms, don't bring it around your family. Okay, if you came in contact with someone that had COVID or tested positive or presumed positive, don't spread it to others, okay? Especially those with a weaker immune system. I'll get into that later in another episode. Number three, speak your truth. Open up that throat chakra. Speak your truth. That's a great way to maintain social wellness because when you speak your truth and you're sincere and authentic and congruent and in align with all of you, hey, that's going to encourage other people to do the same. Number four, be relatable. Number five, practice self-care. And number six, know yourself. Get deep in knowing who you are. That's a big, big win for social wellness. Here are some tips for emotional wellness. You're going to meditate. That's one way to just sit in silence and just to view your thoughts and just to allow them to become grounded and just take a look back and just wait. I, for, exa- for example, a thought popped into my head today that never popped in and it really brought some self-doubt to me. And I was like, why am I feeling this way? Where did this thought come from? And rather than just trying to push it away, when I began to observe it more, it came from a fear of lack. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So what do I fear that I'm lacking? And from that, I was like, okay, well, now I know where to start. Now I know where to build things. Now I know where direction I should go into. So yeah, meditation is a big help for me. Read books that uplift you. Um, Use social media consciously. If you know the news is really messing with your emotions, consume enough news where you get enough knowledge of what's going on and then stop it. Allow yourself that time to get away from all of that, to detach from that reality of all this news that's out there because a lot of it, it's, it's negative. Four, taking naps, not napping all the time to escape your emotions, but napping when your body truly needs to rest. Five, aromatherapy is a beautiful thing. Some lavender, some eucalyptus, some rosemary, put it in a diffuser. Oh my God, look at that, some aromatherapy. Number six, connect with nature. We are a part of nature. Reconnect with her, okay, in a positive manner. Go outside if you can in your backyard. Take your shoes off. Just put your feet in the grass. Literally, just try it. It is amazing. If you can, do gardening in your backyard. Um, Accept support from others. Number seven, accept support. Number eight, therapy. Therapy, okay? If you need therapy, don't be ashamed of it. Especially now, there are a lot of virtual therapies out there. Do it. Sign up for it. Call your insurance. See if it if they offer those type of services. Number nine, be grateful. I cannot stress gratitude enough. If you are always grateful 
for whatever. The good, the bad, the ugly. Man. Gratefulness allows the mind to look at things differently. Rather than being of a state of lack, like, oh, I need this, I need that, I need that. You, when you step into gratitude and gratefulness, you understand that, oh, I have this. Oh, I have that. Oh, you know, I got this. Oh, well, I can do this with this skill. And that's when I was speaking earlier about when that fear of lack came to me. And then I was just grateful also of the little things that I had. Then I took inventory. It was like, okay, well, this is what I can do. This is what I want to do. What am I afraid of lack of? Like lack of what? And then when you just write everything down and become grateful, you're like, oh, I have it all. I have it all. And then you're like, okay, where do I want to go? You create an intention, you create a plan, and then you follow that plan. So yeah, wellness listeners, I hope this episode really helped you guys. Um, please leave a comment, subscribe, follow me on Instagram at Wellness with Aaron. You can also follow my personal account at BSNRN. I look forward to talking to you guys again for episode three. Have a happy day, night, or evening. Stay safe, stay wealthy, and stay healthy. Bye-bye.